to Paranormal Analytical. I'm your host, Eddie Hill. And along with me, I have my other host, have the incredible Rick Warren and also Hello, James Eddie. Toops. Glad to have you guys on with us tonight, man. What's up, guys? Uh, same doing, old, James? same old. How doing? Just getting all this stuff set up and working. Good, brother. Hi. Yes, sir. Finally, you, finally getting this stuff working here. So, yeah, we're getting this stuff posted out so Finally. we can start getting some people over here in the feed. And, uh, yeah, man, this is going to be great. This is our first show that we're doing on the Afterlife ne- Afterlife Network. And uh, I think it's great that we're on here, man. I think it's awesome that Sweet. they uh, invited us and uh, they got us on here and, and we're uh, doing the show on here. I think it's going to be really cool. And we have Darren Wedlock already joined in. Great opportunity. Reporting in, yeah. looking good, guys. Thank you, Darren. Appreciate it. <laughs> There's Darren. So yeah, so we've got uh, a really good show tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about equipment. Uh, we're going to be talking about the paranormal, what we had before, back in uh, the days when uh, Rick and I would were doing the paranormal using uh, eight track tapes for uh, EVP recording devices, and uh, James Toops was still in diapers, and you know we were running around trying yeah. to catch mm-hmm. ghosts way back in the day and then what we have now i think that's going to be pretty cool when you guys are making uh, pay, uh cave paintings on uh hey evp oh, uh, write it down and scroll it on the cave wall you know yeah absolutely totally man, man. Totally absolutely cool. and uh love to hear some history on that <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of history on that you should have seen us when we were trying to uh, capture evps using quartz as our media back in the day so rick i'm gonna let you start off on this man because this is kind of like uh you wanted to start talking about this kind of stuff and i think it'd be pretty cool yeah we have sandy griffin she says hi guys looking forward to the show well appreciate it sandy we're glad that you could make it onto the show and uh we're gonna be having a great time tonight you know we're gonna be talking about the old time uh uh i guess media and equipment and stuff that we used to use back in the day compared to right now and sharing some stories and you know maybe throwing a few other things as well so rick floor is yours brother hey thank you eddie how's it going james glad you guys are with on here tonight um actually eddie i wanted to hey, talk buddy. about some of the stuff that we basically started out with i know first of all i guess i i want to get some history on you and me as far as uh when we started i started probably way back in 
probably um I'm going to say really engaging in the paranormal. I really started after the film, the exorcist come out in 1973. Wow. And it caught my attention because I wanted to know if there was more, I wanted to know if that world was real. And actually when I first started out, Eddie, I don't know about you. I didn't really have anything to go on. I mean, you were you there was no information about the, the word paranormal wasn't even back then okay because the, the word paranormal has has come about because of the other people that have engaged in the study of what we call the paranormal we didn't call it ghost hunting we didn't call it paranormal no i, I called we were just I, calling no go ahead I, I, I just called it, hey, I want to go spirit hunting. Is <laughs> I, Everybody was talking about the spirit. Everybody was talking about ghosts. But we didn't call it that, actually, as far as what we did. And we didn't know that we, we could record anything like that because we basically went out into the cemeteries and wherever we might just to get a thrill, so to speak. Right. And when it started happening and when we started really, I remember the first time I ever took a cassette player with me and actually set it up on a gravestone out in a cemetery and just left it mm -hmm. okay have you ever done that oh Eddie? yeah i had a big boom box with a cassette tape and before any of this was ever told or known or i mean there was no shows about it nothing whatsoever i mean heck we didn't even we didn't even have cell phones back then we had cb radios in our cars but <laughs> i mean that's that's about as far as it went but yeah all right one night uh my buddy tom and i uh, we went out into the cemetery and just because we thought, you know, I wonder if we could capture some creepy sounds out here. And we had this great big boom box. You know, the ones I'm talking about, those great, big, huge ones with the cassette and, and uh, lots of batteries. Yeah. Tons of batteries, about 12 of them suckers. And, yep. you know, we set it out over there on a gravestone. It was like the oldest one we could find. And we hit record and we left for 30 minutes. And then we come back after 30 minutes was up hit eject, flip the tape over, close it, hit record, and we'd leave for another 30 minutes. And we thought we were rocking because we had a whole hour's worth of recording sitting out there. And we picked up some crazy stuff. And we didn't know what we were picking up, nor did we have any idea, but we thought, you know, this is really cool that we're doing this. And we did it for a very long time like that using that old boom box. And uh, then mm -hmm. we uh, graduated and ended up with a smaller cassette recorder with a little plastic microphone that we had stuck into the side of it. And uh, that was a lot easier oh, to yes. carry. So, yeah, I mean, it I was... remember sometimes, I remember sometimes the weather, did you ever get caught in like a wind, a windy situation and yes. you go to record back what you've played and everything. And all you hear is this. Oh, I've, I've, I've got some stories of windy situations. <laughs> uh, Fred. Hey man, it's a pleasure that you're on here. Thank you so much for showing up. Hey guys, good to see you on the afterlife network. Well, Fred, it's a pleasure to be on here. Trust me. The it's, you know, the pleasure is all ours. Uh, Sandy says on here, she says that used 50 batteries. LOL. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but, but when, when those suckers yeah. started getting drained, you'd go through 50 batteries, believe me. And, and we didn't know why yes. we thought it was just our equipment was faulty. And uh, we have uh, Valerie mm -hmm. Wright says, hi, everyone. Hi, Valerie. How are you doing? It's a pleasure to have you on here. And uh, Sandy says on here, she says, hi, Valerie. I guess she's just saying hi to Valerie. Darren Wedlock from New Zealand, uh, the, the sexiest voice on podcast, as James says, says, yeah, I started about 31 years ago. Cassette tapes are fantastic. 
SAR. Remember they had the little chrome and all this different types of tapes and stuff like that on there. That was kind of cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was that was pretty yeah, cool. I, get, I mean, I used to go. We used to go to TG and Y. I don't. I'm, I don't know if anybody knows what TG and Y is, yep. but it's kind of like Woolworth. You know, something like that. And I'd pick up these bags of cassette tapes five for you know so much or six of them in a, in a group where if you really wanted to get fancy you could buy the single ones that were just the the main what did they call those eddie the real good cassette players i mean the cassette tapes and uh, that was the chromium oh the maxels chromium yeah. yeah but yeah, it was the like chromium chromium yeah, mm-hmm. yeah those were yeah. awesome and, and then uh, then we'd always have to make sure that we either erased it good or people would say, did you erase that tape? That could be something playing from something else you recorded, you know? And we, right. And so, you know, yeah. you always have to have fresh tapes all the time. So, yeah. And uh, we got, hey, we got Alex Aradonda on here. Yeah, Alex, how you doing, brother? Glad you could make it on. Uh, Sandy says, uh, she says, uh, Memorex. Memorex, I think that's what she was trying to say. Yep. I oh. Memorex. I remember those. Yep. Yep, there it is, Memorex. Is it is it real or is it Memorex? Yeah, remember that commercial? Real? Yeah, and and <laughs> believe me, you yeah, could tell no, no. it was real because you could hear all the hissing and stuff on them. But you know, especially if your head was dirty and you had to demagnetize mm-hmm. your head. Remember that? Oh yeah, you had to put yeah, that we, little liquid we, on we that little that uh, strip. So yeah, uh, get into some more of your old it's, stuff. I'm not, there, I'm not 100. I'm not 100. And- I'm hey. not 150 year old, you know, guys like no, you no, guys no, are, James, but, um... James, James, <laughs> James, hold your horses, <laughs> James. Funny as it is, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, yeah. uh, 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 hold your horses, James, because you got to wait till we get into the newer modern stuff before you jump in there. This is way beyond you. No, 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 oh, yeah. no, 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 don't get, don't, don't, no, 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 stop, don't get me wrong. Now, so you guys are ancient. We all know this, right? <laughs> uh, but here's a, my primary camera equipment. This is what I use in my primary oh, camera. Oh, dude, you got the right little here. mini DVs. Yep. Yep. Oh, my God. But that's still that's newer my than what we had. Primary recording source. Hey, when we yeah, drove off it's, in it's, our it's hot still, rods with it's an still eight. still past tech. I get uh, it. No, when we drove off in our hot rods with an eight track player eight going track. ballistic, you know, after we had our brand new, oh, the mini DVD. Mm. Yep. Remember those? Yes, that's, that's, I still, that's my primary that software. That's what I use. Mm-hmm. That's what I use today in in doing all my filming. Uh, the the camera that I use it's a uh, it's a Canon uh, HX A one S, and it it does mini DV. It records mini DV, and well, I love that analog. I love it. I got. I don't show trust you digital because it's so pixelated. By the time you 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 put digital into your system and you look at your software and you look at video, it's so pixelated. It's hard to tell what's mm-hmm. there. Right. So but if you see something I, in the background, you're like, I have to, I have to, I have to agree with Alex. So right here, this doesn't lie, man. Yeah. I have to agree with Alex though. He says it's not being old. It's being experienced. And, uh, bingo. Bingo. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, then we got, uh, mm-hmm. Darren bus on here. He says, hello. Hey, Darren, how you doing? And I got to show you this. See, this is my uh, one of my rigs. That's a Lumix GS5. Nice. And this can continue to record for a long time. And it records not only in 4K, but it can go up to 6K, you know, if you know how to push it. But I don't do that because it's too hard to edit all that stuff. Yeah. 
But yeah, yeah, so yeah exactly. Start Rick, continue yeah. onward, brother. Eddie, do you do you remember do you remember some of the first stuff that you caught? As far as at first, I I remember what we caught sometimes. I, I had to question it because I didn't know what I was listening for because no one had ever, you know, actually, I mean, we just jumped headlong into this stuff when I started out because of what I saw and what I wanted to learn and everything else like that. And I was going to the library. If anybody remembers what a library is, yeah, that's got those funny, our, uh, got those funny <laughs> things with pages. That in was them. our Google back then. Yeah. It had those funny things with pages and, and the, what was it, Dewey Decimal System and stuff like that? Yeah, heck yeah. You know, yeah. And there wasn't any card catalog. Really, yeah. I mean, you had to go through the cards and everything, and you had to take it up to the desk, and then they'd send you down row 14, aisle number three, okay. whatever. Real, real quick. And that's let, all let, you could find was maybe two or three books. Yeah, let, let me put a stop on here. We got it. Darren says, a uh, question. What are your views on video matrixing? Anybody want to jump in there and answer that, or you want me to jump in? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I'm interested. Video matrixing, as far as what your mind sees or what you believe you're seeing, as far as putting together faces and that kind of a thing, I, I thoroughly agree with that taking place in a lot of situations. I think a lot of uh, pictures that are taken, especially like within mirrors or within or in the glass, where all of a sudden, you know, you see a face that might be staring back at you. I think it's unless you have something a little extra, something in there that's going to help validate what you're looking at. I think you have to kind mm -hmm. of like lean that direction more than anything. The, the worst thing you can do is to start trying to put forth evidence that does not have a whole lot of meat to the substance, if you follow me. I think if you're mm -hmm. going to put evidence forward and say, hey, look, we caught something that's unexplained, have a little bit more than just, say, a face that you might be seeing or, or trying to pull out of a, an image or out of a video. Um, there are a lot of light anomalies you have to look at, especially like when you're using these high-def cameras. But honestly, I think we had a lot better luck as far as capturing stuff using more of the lower-end things. Um, the high-end stuff is great for you know, adding content and B-roll and stuff like that to your videos. But I've had so much better luck using like the mini DVs, uh, mini DVDs, things of that nature that weren't, that didn't have all this high definition qualities to them. Uh, yes, they were pixelated. Yes, you know, yep. they weren't that great. And especially night vision was very pixelated. But for whatever reason, and, I, and I'm thinking possibly the speed it was recording maybe or, or the way they were designed, I think we were able to capture quite a bit more with some of the older equipment than what we can with this new equipment. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the new equipment. I love the clarity of the videos. I think it's mm -hmm. great, but I think we're missing some stuff. And, and the whole idea is to try and capture and gather evidence. And if these things are like this equipment, like that uh, Lumix that I have right there, the GH5, being that it shoots such clear video, I mean, unless I'm just shooting a movie or doing something like that, it doesn't do me any good for collecting evidence except maybe documenting the experience on the way. I think the older equipment that we have, I think, works a lot better. Uh, you guys want to jump in there? Yeah, I I um, started yeah, with a... You know, uh, I can just Go ahead. Go ahead, I, I started out with a with a Kodak camera, 
Okay. Uh, we didn't know anything about shutter speed. We didn't know anything about um, anything with camera. It, it was just one of those uh, cameras that you just picked up and you shot and you let it come out of the end of the camera and you sat there and went like this with, with the film paper and let it dry off and you laid it down and you turned and (laughs) yeah and then you had you turned and took another picture and then and just like you were talking about it this is when i started seeing a lot of people's talking about scrying uh with fire and water seeing faces Mm -hmm. and things like that and they started mixing in the orbs and everything that that had a uh a movement or anything like that in camera and or um uh, a picture was an orb and right. I just, I mean, I almost pulled my hair out at one point because so many people I did. were taking pictures of bugs. You did, didn't you? I see that. Okay. <laughs> and it did. It really made me, it really frustrated you because, but I, I, I caught their sincerity about what they were doing. You know, they believed that they had caught something. And a lot of that you have to sit there and mm-hmm. go through with them to describe to them what they're seeing and what maybe they're not seeing. Right, and and it used to drive me crazy. So, with real quick, orders. go ahead. Go ahead, James. Yeah, it, the uh, so talking about talking about the old tech. So this is what I shoot with right here. It's a little dressed up. It's Canon uh, XH A1S. I love, love, love this camera. It is awesome. It does use the uh, Mini DV, and of course, I have some uh, things on. I have the uh, shotgun mic here, and uh, use a. Uh, a different light spectrum LED on it, and it's it's above it. It's a great little camera, and it set me back almost a thousand bucks. That being said, it shoots with Mini DV, and I like the Mini DV. These guys right here is because it is tape and it's analog. The beauty of that is you don't have that pixelation problem. I'm a, okay, and this is what I do. So you don't have this. I got to, I got to set a cozy space for this thing to sit down on, make sure it didn't fall off. Okay. So the pixelation problem, like you do with the new, uh, uh, 4k or the DVR or any of the stuff like this, you, you just have an analog signal. Now this camera is a straight up pain in the ass. It's like learning an EOS or an EO five rebel. Um, you don't have, you know, like, your man break down the manual on this thing it's it's ridiculous it's like egyptian you know right to a kunas like, <laughs> it's like myself re- like reading I chinese don't e- i don't know egypt hieroglyphics yeah. and so i'm sitting there like damn so my very first investigation with this camera was at uh hill house and um, hey, hey uh james night james let me jump in there real quick while you're talking about uh what mm-hmm. you're doing right there uh when you get done I might have the answer to this because I think you're probably one of the newest to the paranormal as far as investigating uh, here that's on the show with us. But uh, Valerie Wright says, question, I'm new to the paranormal investigations. I'm putting a team together. What are the must-have equipments to have to capture evidence? And I'm going to let you take that and start off with it when you get done with your what you're talking about. Yeah, so my last point on this was real quick. Um you know, the first investigation with this camera was uh, in Mineral Wells, and come to find out, I had one switch on this camera switched down, and my entire night was grainy as hell. It looked like 
ground beef. Like when you open grind meat and look <laughs> at that and then picture what you're looking through that, it was terrible. So I was like, damn, when I looked at all the footage, it, it sucked. It was bad. I could only get a few clips out of it. And then experimenting with this thing, I figured out what the problem was. Now, go, uh, new investigation and, and uh, to Valerie's point, saying, I am new to paranormal investigations. I'm putting a team together. A1, that's awesome. Get that team together. Get a dedicated group of people. That's freaking awesome. Uh, what are the must-have equipment to capture evidence? First of all, the is a solid team. You have to have people that are not willing to get scared and run out of the building. You got to have people that are solid in there that will and say, okay, shit, we just heard something that's not cool. It might freak you out, but stand your ground, stay there. Don't freak out and run off. If you have a, you have a weak video. And if you're planning on putting video out and um, doing any kind of, you know, uh, like say YouTube or anything like that, you want to have your a solid team that way, you know, you don't, they don't run off and just leave you high and dry. That's something you don't want to do because next thing you know, you're hired and you're in that room with whatever's in there with you. Um, second thing, you know, there's, there's all kind of new stuff out there, man. There's K2s and uh, pods and the SLS meters, and there's all this fancy stuff going on. Um, Motion detector. You know, just like these old school guys right here. Just like these old school cats right here and myself too. You know, I started off doing this stuff with a Ouija board back in the day. And uh, like a like they said, a little cassette tape, um, you know, I mean, you, you can start off with the bare essentials. Uh, th- the other thing you really need is permission. want to go into a place that you don't have permission and then all of a sudden end up with a trespassing charge or something like that, or end up with some bum in the corner of jumping up and freaking out and running after you because that's where this dude's been sleeping for the last two months. You really need to, if you're going to investigate a place, do the research on it and about what you're going to do and form a game plan. Uh, I'd hate to say the word JSA, but you need to really have a plan together <laughs> before you go and do this kind of stuff, you know, and, and, have, and I'm a safety guy, so I could use JSA all I want. You know, I'm an OSHA guy. So, um, but yeah, you really need to have a good game plan together before you don't just pull off like, man, that looks like a cool place to visit. And then walk into an abandoned house. The next thing you know, you're, you know, I don't know, sniffing some bum's ear or something. <laughs> like a better word. Yeah, now, you don't want now, to be caught with your pants down. Now, the other thing that she needs to understand is that when you go out and you buy recording equipment, especially like for EVPs, don't go get the high quality uh, recorders, you know, that, you know, like Zooms and things like that, that are super high quality, unless you're doing audio for a show that y'all might want to put together. Use it for that, but don't use it for EVPs. Go out to like Radio Shack and get like an Olympus uh, PC, uh, you know, like a PC 405 or whatever the case might be. Um, I'm, I'm getting some uh, feedback from somebody. No, I, I have a little fan over here. No, I no, I mean, I'm it. hearing myself just twice. It. Did, did it clear up? Okay. No, that's... you're strictly in my headphones. Okay. I have no audio coming out in the studio. Well, it's coming out. It's better now. But yeah, so if you get like in a little Olympus, like from a Radio Shack or someplace like that, that doesn't record extreme high quality, those are going to be your best bets for capturing and gathering EVPs. 
and pick up, you know, two or three of them. You know, they're probably 30, right. 40 bucks each. And uh, yeah, right. like that right there. And uh, they work great. If, if the more expensive recorders you have, like the Zooms and the ones that uh, you can actually plug, like uh, XLR mics and things of that nature in, don't waste your money on all that equipment unless you're going to be recording something for a show. Uh, then go for the high quality audio when you guys yeah. are talking. But for the EVPs, continuously use the smaller, cheaper recorders. They work much better. You're able to capture better EVPs with them. But get one that you can actually upload the and audio then, to your computer and take that audio into your computer and, and put it on. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and then uh, put it on something like Audacity to where you can play it back and then clip out your, uh, your uh, EVPs that you're able to catch. Those are a lot of the best ones. And if you do have a yeah. tape recorder, use something with tape. You can take all the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, those are all good. You can but, take all the unwanted stuff out. You using Audacity, or what are you using for uh, for uh, your audio uh, process? Who, for me? You're talking about me, James? Yeah, yeah. So whenever you dump and download, oh. what are you guys using for audio process? Uh, we use audacity um, i use pro tools and acid pro 10 yeah we use uh we use audacity mainly i mean it's a great program i've never had anything uh any bad luck with it whatsoever uh if you're into the adobe mm -hmm. you can get one of the adobe programs which has a lot more options in it um and she says uh, i'm down to digital recorders emf meters mm -hmm. and of course camcorder yeah and as long as you've got that you've got your basics uh, make sure you take mm -hmm. some walkie-talkies for your team. Uh, that way, everybody can have like a GMRS walkie-talkie. Mm -hmm. uh, you can get those at you know any of the sporting goods stores. You're going to want to have those for emergencies, especially. Um, that way, everybody can stay in contact with each other. So you know, always you know, stay in communication and don't run around uh, without having somebody with you. Uh, she also says another question. I'm an so, empath and I have psychic abilities, so I'm. Interested with the spirit energy, I do have my own methods of protecting uh, to protect my energy. But do you have any suggestions on how to protect my energy from getting drained? And that's a big problem that a lot of empaths have. And yes, you will get drained. And, and there's sometimes there's not a whole lot you can do about it. Uh, I'm sure that you're aware of some of the crystals that help block some of that energy from getting with you. But also understand, by doing so, you may also push some of these uh, energies away from you as well. And you may have less results, but be very careful, especially being an empath, because just about anything can jump and uh, ride your energy wave, and you don't want to be on that end of the stick if not possible. I might throw in. So a, let me uh, jump in uh, right you, quick, Eddie. Two things. Go ahead, Rick. Um, on on the equipment thing and everything, the only thing that I w might suggest, Eddie, uh, for beginners and everybody else like that, is to go with somebody that has experience. Like any of any of us that has, we've got years of experience. Okay, I mean, I've got thirty some years of kicking this stuff around. Eddie does too, and get with somebody that has experience to start out with. And the biggest, I guess, the biggest tip I could give him, Eddie, would be no your equipment what the limits are how to operate because there's nothing worse and i've had this happen i've done it eddie i've sat there and pushed record on on a few things and nothing 
Absolutely nothing because right. I didn't know that I had to do something else to actually start recording on my equipment. And I just set it down and hit record and come back and there was nothing. Yeah, I agree. Now, uh, uh, Darren also wants to know what our views are on the Estes method. On the what? Hey, uh, Estes hold method. up. Let me, let me, let me get something right quick guys. Um, doing the, uh, the equipment, let's go back to the equipment. I, I wanted to make this point. Okay. We've got um, about, if uh, you're, we got about two minutes, James. The what? We have about two minutes before break. Broke up a little bit. Okay, real quick, equipment-wise, um, cell phones are one of the best things you can use because they have some really good recording software on these phones right here. Uh, as far as for uh, EV like that, if you're an empath and you're worried about getting your, your energy drained, um, you can use IR uh, pumps or EMPs, electromagnetic pumps. You can use those, mm -hmm. and it will help you to to keep the draining off of you and it'll suck the life out of them things and and that right there if you're worried about that all right emps or ir pumps yeah yeah those are those actually work pretty good the ir pumps so what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break everybody if you're not familiar what do we do is we get on here and we play a little bit of music also by the way since uh we're new over here to the afterlife network just to let everybody know that we play uh some of the music which uh is uh i guess monetary free you know the the stuff that we're allowed to play that uh isn't uh you know it doesn't have any attachments or anything like that so if you know anybody who wants their music played on here and they don't mind us playing it let us know or send it to us and uh we'd appreciate it very much and you can send it over to uh paranormal analytical at yahoo.com and uh we'd appreciate any uh music y'all want to send if you want your stuff played on here uh so we're going to be doing that real quick and we'll be coming back right after the music gets done playing so you're looking about four and a half maybe five minutes so uh we'll see you guys here in just a moment Oh, no. 
like so quiet, so still Did not seem to feel back everybody and i think we had a little bit of a technical difficulty but uh, i think we got that squared away and taken care of so we are back live again so where did we leave off james so, something happened what is all that Damn, noise i've slept since then <laughs> that was me? crazy yeah are you alive <laughs> okay no um yeah, I'm good. Yeah, no, no kids. No, me and the two dogs, man. I'm, I'm alive. Awesome. <laughs> Loving it. Loving the silence out here. No, we was talking about the equipment. 
Uh, same was the, uh, the iPhones or any of these uh, any of these new phones have great equ- uh, recording equipment on there. In fact, I have an SLS on my phone. There's an SLS app you can download to your phone, which is great. Um, of course, I can't find it right now. What I'm looking at? Oh, it's oh, called course. Ghost Tube SLS, and uh, you know the how they they do the. Um, yeah, you won't be able to. I don't know if you'll be able to see this, but okay, this, yeah. the the that thing right there mm-hmm. that they do in investigations. You can actually get that on your phone now. It's called SLS uh, Ghost Tube, and it works pretty good. Um, I have a few things uh, in video that I've used it on, and it works pretty good. And it's um, called SLS. You know, we were talking about. The, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. you haven't seen that. No, I haven't. They modified SLS the uh, type yeah. of camera. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's a modified uh, connect, I think it is, and yeah, and they put it in, and it picks up um, images of people. And uh, it's because images of people or even non-people, people that used to be people show up mm-hmm. and it's really neat. And uh, it's, it's, it's a trend. It's like, you know what, what the hell? Let me go ahead and download this thing. And it was pretty neat. And um, it works. You know, you see things in areas that, that are cold and you see an image figure image show up in that area and you walk over, nobody's there, but you feel it and it's cold in there. And, you know, it's so... I don't, I don't, I don't say it's a hundred percent, but it's pretty, um, phones nowadays. I got an iPhone 11 and, uh, it, it's pretty, pretty awesome. I mean, it, it shows a lot of stuff. Like you can, you can get a lot of apps for the, uh, the recording software and it's great. Sounds good. You know, it's, it's good quality. And, um, you know, as far as like using new stuff, uh, you know, one of my, my team member, Kristen, she picked up a whole bunch of stuff of old schools recording stuff like the, uh, the K and just some old school stuff. I'm talking 15 year plus, you know, mm. uh, it says radio shack on it. So it's pretty neat, you know, so she picked up all stuff. So we're, we're kind of eager <laughs> to try it out. And, uh, we have an radio, investigation coming up here on the shack, 11th. Huh? Yeah. Now, real yeah, quick. Uh, yeah, and we had really cool. Yeah, we had uh, Darren asking about the Estes method, and uh, he's saying right now, um, Estes method is where someone has headphones on, listening to a spirit box app, and can't hear the other person asking questions. Yes, and if you remember, Rick, uh, we did an experiment during a live investigation uh, that one time, uh, where we were yes, using we the Estes method, mm-hmm. and we were doing some other experiences as or ex- experiments as well there, Darren where we were also playing modified white noise uh, into the headphones along with other tunes or tones that are set to help connect to the other side. Um, I think we had too many people on that and uh, that were there watching for that to have worked properly, but I still have hopes for it. And that is something that we're continuously experimenting with. And I think we're going to keep working on that project as well, only because there's so many um, so many variables that you can do with it. But yeah. we also put yeah. the, the red light with the ping pong balls over the eyes. And uh, so you, the person was visually and uh, deprived and hearing deprived, except for what we were playing into the headphones as well. And then we were asking questions. And whatever that person that was... Uh, being used as a test subject saw or heard 
they would speak it into a microphone. And, and so they had no idea what anybody was asking around the room, but they would just start blurting out things. And it was a, it's a great experiment. You ought to try it. Um, it works really well in different areas. And we have some uh, possibilities. And uh, Valerie says, uh, what are your thoughts on Spirit Box apps? Uh, that's another question. And then uh, Aaron also says, I use the Spirit Box and Necrophonics. So there's a... So um, let me let me chime in. Let me chime in on the spring. Uh, the Spirit Box is my least favorite uh, piece of equipment to use personally because for one, it's annoying as hell because of... It drives me nuts. I'm a musician, and if something's not in time or it's not in, it drives me crazy. Yeah, I'll hang okay. myself. Yes. Um, two, it's yeah, it scans through frequencies, right? Uh, FM and a, AM uh, modulation. So it scans through frequencies. So the possibility of all these uh, radio shows that might be scanning at the same time you ask a question, it's highly probable that you weird answer. So I really don't trust that spirit box at all. One, it drives me nuts, and two, I don't trust it. So right there, that's like strike two, and three is just it takes batteries. So I just don't <laughs> like it. So when this thing's doing all its I don't like that. You know, it's just like, so um, is there anybody in the room with us? Blow it. It was like, oh, what did he, what did he just say? What is this? I don't like that. I don't trust it. Now, some people swear by it. They do. And mm -hmm. we have two of them uh, in our team, in RPG. We have two, we, a, a dual band, and it scans AM and FM. But right there, to me, that's suspect because you have, you know, I mean, how many two front shows are going AM, especially AM radio? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you got two of them scanning at two different modulations and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and it's running through so many, it's in the 740 AM all the time. I love Rush Limbaugh. And I love, it's just me. So 740 all the way through like 1390, you're, you're running through, through that band. Okay. And what are the chances of somebody saying yes or go away or something like that in all those different band models? At the time you asked, you know, I just, it just, I don't know. What do you guys think? Me personally, I, I, I don't like using any spirit box or anything. I'm, I'm with uh, uh, Aaron Shriver on this one. He says, can't stand the spirit box or word banks. This is why when we use them, uh, we use them only with the Estes method. And, and we don't even use them with the Estes method. Um, I know that uh, Renee wants to try it like that with that but i i, I really don't uh, care for them too much i'm i guess i'm more old school i like standard evps and uh i like in i like trying different things i like thinking outside the box i think whenever we get caught up too much in mm -hmm. what everybody else does i think it's a bad thing i think we all need to think outside the box try different experiments try different things and and let's break out of that little cycle that everybody's in. Rick? Hey, hey, Eddie. Um, Darren Winlock just gave me a, a text from New Zealand and said that it has stopped streaming live. Is uh, is there any confirmation on that? Or are we yeah, still it streaming did. live? Yeah, we, we did drop for whatever reason. Uh, uh, I, I'd gotten a message from the Afterlife Network saying that we were kind of like booted. Okay. 
not sure why but uh okay. yeah i went ahead i we reconnected so we're, we're back up and running full full speed good good i want to say something on that uh, sls and everything james do you remember when that those first come out how expensive those puppies were i know that uh one of the they still are the man they still yeah. um I think she's yeah. been uh, uh, on her paranormal group. The first one she got at Neosho County Paranormal, she spent like $1,400 for her SLS yeah. uh, camera and everything. And um, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, you really have to be dedicated and realize, and I will say this to the people that are listening as far as the newbies and everything, you, you, you're going to have to invest a little bit of money, Okay. This is something that you want to venture into and say, well, I just want to go ahead and buy one uh, recorder and one camera, and that's it. You're going to have to invest the money, just like all of us have. I mean, James has got equipment. Eddie's got equipment. I've got equipment, and it takes some time. It takes some time to get your equipment and everything to where you like what you have and you like using what you have. And trust. It's a big difference. Huh? And trust what you have. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one right there, Eddie. Really. And uh, yeah. Darren so says, for the SLS, uh, for folks that don't know, this is what. So I just took a picture of Rick, and it shows like a stick figure. This is what SLS does. It shows a stick figure on here. And that looks it, like Rick all all the it's time. It's hard to it's hard to do this in my. But yeah, it, you know, it shows that, and uh, it, you know, it's a great. I think it's a pretty cool thing. But you know, it's such a new, uh, and they're using these. Uh, what it, what was it? The Connect. What was the Connect? It was a uh, PlayStation, right? They used yeah. the PlayStation yeah. Connects, so you used to be able to like, tennis and soccer, whatever, you know, whatever. Yep. And then they hooked that up to an iPad, and the the conversion software is so expensive. And like eighteen hundred bucks yeah. for this thing, and the uh, SB eleven. We have one of those too, and yeah. the SB elevens are okay, but they're just more of a more of a pain in the ass than anything else. Okay, Darren says, "Question: How do you feel about the flashlight game?" New. Oh, uh, the twist light. I don't like it. Twist light meth. Trust it. Mm. No, no, those can be manipulated. Yeah, trash that. Really trash it. that. I don't. Uh, that, yeah. that's too easy to to mess with and, and get false results um i've seen people where it looks like they're getting good results yeah. but i've also seen video where people have manipulated it so yeah, yeah. i don't I, i'd rather not see anybody using here's, that method. here's the thing this this yeah i agree eddie man this is this is a, a piece of advice i can have for anybody starting out or anybody actually you know along with us right here so any investigation you go on um, you should always try to debunk everything you can. So in debunk throughout the entire night, what you're left with that you can't explain is your evidence. Okay. If you can say, yeah, that was a, a cobweb, it was a wind blowing, or that was a, a siren down the street or something like that. Debunk everything, everything as much as possible. Don't freak out, get out there and say, what? Uh, yeah, it was probably a cat walking around if you see something in the camera, like you're in, you're in an investigation and they have a control room. I've been in a few of those. You see like something just black in the shadows moving around, go out there and put eyes on it. Go check it out. Don't trust the Don't trust the cameras and don't trust the digital. Mm-hmm. Go out there and try to debunk it. If yeah, you I always put boots on the then ground, you have something you might be able to work on. 
Yeah. Boots on the ground. That's the way to go. And uh, Darren says, you I look like to using try to the thing first before you can solidify ev- evidence. Darren says, I like using the push button method. Hey, if they can push a button, hey, I'm all for it. You know, you can't get much better than that because that's physical. Uh, Valerie says, yeah, I have yeah. not tried this, but I'm intrigued by this process. I believe you will connect to spirit on a deeper level. Yes. And also, um, as far as the Xbox Connect, I like the idea. I don't know if it's always correct, but always, as as always, look for more evidence to go along with whatever it is you're capturing. Don't just go on one thing. If you've got the Connect going crazy and you've got stuff popping up, look for EVPs during that same time period. Look for any uh, type of video anomalies, mm-hmm. anything like that. And try and get as much video evidence and audio evidence and whatever other evidence you can gather at the same time that you're having something happen. Because the more evidence you can put together during that timeline, the better. Yeah, and another thing I want to throw in here, kind of on what uh, James was talking about too, was the fact that it is healthy to be a skeptic. It's healthy to have a little skepticism in there with what you're doing because you're not going to find out the totality of what you really are looking for if you're not skeptic about it and you take the initiative to debunk what you have as far as evidence. And, oh, yeah, let's not forget the journal, okay? I, I, I started out, Eddie, I don't know if you did, but when I really started getting serious in this, I really liked using, having a journal of who was with me, what time and things like that, as far as on the, on the, our um, mm-hmm. reveal and everything. And that helped out, that helped out a lot as far as um, timing and everything else like that. Yeah. I used to have one person that would actually follow us around with a notebook and uh, he or she, at the, whoever had the notebook at the time would write down times of everything going yes. on. We would also take uh, our uh, psychic, into a place and we would take our psychic in cold they had no idea where we were going what the place was uh even if it was a residence we gave them no information about what was taking place although i knew because i'd go do a a pre-interview with the person i knew where everything happened i knew what they were seeing i knew what they felt i knew what was going on throughout the whole place i let her walk through and i would have somebody a scribe basically follow her and write down everything she was saying along while we were recording as well and see if she was picking up on the points of interest okay and whenever she picked up on a point of interest i tried to gather that information from her as far as what she felt what she saw what she heard um if anything Mm -hmm. was talking to her if she was picking up on anything and try and piece it together with what our complainant was telling us that way we could put it all together into a a nice little package and we knew where we should set up a majority of our equipment because if she was picking up on certain areas and picking up around the same type of stuff that's where we would actually set up our equipment and it worked really well by doing that so the use of a psychic is great but never tell them any details take them in cold Mm -hmm. and and already know what the what the story is behind the place and then see if they pick up on the on whatever Draw a baseline right there you you have a baseline when you have somebody that's coming in cold they have no clue about an investigation about the location or anything 
unless they cheat and they say, all right, I know I'm coming around here. Let me look it up. But you draw a baseline. And then from there, they give you their honest thing else. But let me tell you something. When you have um, talking about equipment, one of the best things you can have is a digital voice recorder. One of them. And the beauty of good cameras is you can hook up headphones to good to good cameras and they have digital voice recorders on those then just like this old school camera that i have i love it i have a, a shotgun condenser mic on the front uh xlr output and i can hook up uh all the audio coming in so if i hear something <clears throat> that normal ears wouldn't hear i will hear this in real time and i'll uh there's been this camera i was like the hell was that and nobody else heard it and i go back and listen to it and that's a straight evp here's the other thing if you're walking you and your team if if you you want to valerie if you want to know the, the beginnings of this stuff if you and your team are walking around with evp recorders recorders any noise you make any move you make if you guys are in a location and it's a habit that we all have we're all like man you're a we always don't whisper. Whisper. i don't know why we're allowed access. We're allowed access in the place. Why are we being quiet? I don't know. It's just a bad habit that us do. Um, we always whisper. But later on, when you review this, you're going to be like, damn, did you hear that whisper? And it might very well teammates. So one good thing to do is to be like, hey, guys, you make a noise, debunk it on the recording. Yep. So anytime you're moving around and foot, I'm sorry, that was my foot. All right, or, so is there anybody in the room listening to us right now? Is there anybody in here that wants to say anything? And then somebody's like, yeah, that was Jack over there. He was cracking his neck. Or, like or you're the, the biggest be one, always be like, the biggest one that always happens is somebody's stomach always growls. Yeah, that too. Yeah. For yeah. Real. yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you pass you know gas. You know, it's hilarious. Yeah. Yes. If you pass gas, it's don't do it quietly. Look, one, the last one, <laughs> one of the last, one of the last, uh, the, of the last uh, recordings that uh, I did in this was uh, from Yorktown, and it was a group in Yorktown, and uh, put together a video. Um, of course, I couldn't correlate the audio to the video because there was like team members. So, but I did have all the audio, and one of the dudes broke wind, and it was great. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know how you, uh, you do the like you hear a voice and you re, you re, you hear it and then you play it back like three times. <laughs> so I did that. Right. I was like, <laughs> and you hear that. <laughs> so I did it like three times. Okay, and it was great. Real quick, we I had threw a question in the back of the video, and it was awesome. They had a. We got Darren came in. He said, uh, "Have we had ever had any uh, any encounters with doppelgangers? Y'all have any stories yes. on that, Rick? You want to go with it?" <sighs> Yeah, I was in San Diego, California, and um, they always say, and I know you guys have probably heard this too, that there is usually somebody, your double is out there in the world someplace. And I'd heard that, I don't know how many times, and I, uh, on my journeys out to the West Coast and everything, I literally stopped by Mission Beach in San Diego, California, and got to know some of the people and was out there partying and at the bonfire and um this girl comes up and says i just saw you i said what she goes i just saw you you were on the other pier five minutes ago and i said no i said i i haven't i haven't left here 
And she goes, just a minute. And she went and got this guy. And I swear, guys, I was looking at my true double and he was looking at me and I was looking at him. And we just stood there for a few minutes, just kind of looking at each other because I couldn't believe I was seeing what I was seeing. And I know he couldn't believe what he was seeing too, because it was just unreal that I had met my. That is weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and I've had, I've never ran into a doppelganger on an investigation. We've had people that claim that they've had doppelganger experiences. We've investigated, hadn't found anything. However, we, I did uh, at one time see my daughter walk across the den and I looked and I was like, I wonder what she's doing and walked over there and I didn't see her. Well, she was in the room on the other side of the house. So when I walked back over there, I found her. So were you just in the den? And she says, no, why dad? I was like, you didn't just walk across the den just now. She goes, no. And, and it left me stumped. That was the first time mm-hmm. I've ever encountered that. I've heard people talking mm. about it, but that was the first time I ever encountered it. It was crazy. Kind of left me a little freaked, and I was like, wow, maybe that stuff yeah. does exist. But that was the first and only time I've ever encountered something like that. Um, we were also asked if we have our own web pages where uh, if they have any questions they can ask us, absolutely. You can find uh, Rick Warren has his own page. James Toops has his own page. I have my own page. Just look for our names. You'll find us. Um we also have a paranormal analytical page, which uh, you can go on there and you can see past videos and things of that uh, that we post on there as, as well as uh, we put our uh, podcast on there as you know, also, you know, so if you miss a show, you just want to listen to us on your way to work and what have you, you can do that as well. So yeah, we do have our own pages. Please feel free to hey, friend Eddie, us if I, and, if, and like the pages. If I can, I'd like to, to, I'd like to plug a reactive paranormal group right now. Absolutely. That's okay with you. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Reactive paranormal group. Well, we're on Facebook. Um, and, uh, we, it, the page is fresh. So, you know, we're starting up, uh, do stuff and, uh, um, I'm a moderator and the rest of my team as well, but, uh, there'll be videos up shortly. I'm still fighting with video software right now freaking uh premiere pro yeah i'm still waiting no, on that no. video you're supposed Premier to send me pro those genius names. but man dude i'm telling you i've been messing with it all day to... yeah <laughs> i'm telling you like use use da vinci dude use da vinci for your video video editing everything's in one place you don't have to jump around with uh, I mean, all that adobe crap um I'm gonna also just down. to let everybody know on here because uh, man it's been driving me nuts just let everybody know on here i'm from san antonio uh, James is from Houston, and Rick is from Kansas. Wichita, Kansas. Yep. Yes, I am. So, and we all have our Same. own teams, and but we come together on after on Paranormal Analytical, uh, and we come together on here to share experiences, to talk to people, to teach, tell stories, enjoy, have fun, and that kind of a thing. And uh, we we appreciate the Afterlife Network for allowing us to be on here and on this network as well, and sharing our show with the rest of you. But uh, please feel free to get on all our pages, friend us, like our pages, follow us, all that kind of happy stuff, because you never know what we're going to be posting or what's going to be jumping up and down on there. So we, we, we have a lot of fun with it. And we also do a lot of live investigations whenever we have the opportunity as well. Rick, you're supposed to be coming over here before long because we're supposed to go to the jail with uh, Deborah Fawcett over at the old haunted Lavaca County Jail. We need some you dates, brother. You. I know, I know. We're working on that right now as far as being able to get uh, uh, logistics up in front and running to where we can get down there because that's like um, 
I think Houston's like a 12, 13 hour drive from where I am. So yeah, it ain't that far. I'm going to be on the road. It ain't that far. Huh? You, you can do it. I can do it. I can do it. It's about 14 hours. <laughs> and we got uh, Valerie. She's from it's New Mexico. 14 hours, man. Man, New Mexico is a great place. I love that place. Great investigations. Great sky watching. Awesome out there. I, it, it's freaking awesome. I love sky watching out there. Um, and uh, Darren says he uses StreamYard. Yeah. He uses StreamYard for shows. So give you a little bit of a help there, James. Uh, uh, you can try out StreamYard. You can yeah, try out Yeah, because it's Premiere Pro and paying uh, yeah, I paid I, like X amount of money and I'm not going to say how much 200 bucks for this friggin' software. And it's like, you got to be a friggin' genius to. Da, da Vinci. It's, it's ridiculous. Hey, you hey know. James. Valerie, I'm, Valerie, I'm, I'm curious to know, Valerie, again, uh, send us some uh, information on your team and uh, we'd love to help you out. Um, yeah, we'll plug I, you guys. New Mexico is a hotbed. Yeah, but hotbed. James. So. Da, da Vinci Good investigations. Da, da Vinci for for videos cost this much. Yeah, I know, and it's awesome. I'm no more over my head with this uh, Premiere Pro. And uh, Darren, Darren Wedlock, like you do, like you click on the top, and there's a drop down box, and uh-huh. literally it's like three feet long. You yeah. pull a drop down box. It's stupid. There's so many options. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. On this thing, I'm like. Yeah, Darren Wedlock says, James, you can record what? whole sentences via spirit box that are relevant and whole conversations. They do work. And Darren has written a book, by the way, y'all. So, Darren, if you want to put that plug into the into the uh, comments and uh, that way people can see if you got a book out where they can uh, go grab it, that'd be awesome. But, uh, yeah, we're getting uh, close to our hour mark. So uh, I think what we're going to do is go ahead and do some closing remarks. And, uh, hey, I had a great time on here, guys. What about you? Yeah. Yes. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, it was great I seeing some new people. About our experiences. Yeah, it was great seeing some new faces on here, too. That was pretty awesome. So I, I hope you all yeah. continue to follow us. We have we talk about all kinds of things. I think the last time we, we did a show on uh, Dogmen, you know, and, and that kind of a deal as well, too. So, I mean, we do a lot of different shows on different topics, whether it's UFOs, whether it's cryptids, whether it's hauntings. Uh you name it. I mean, we talk about it. We do it. Uh, we've got some uh, shows that we're working on as well. Uh, one of them's uh, is a uh, we're doing a show on on these uh, dogmen, these werewolves type deals uh, called Deadly Dogmen, and we're we're doing a show on that. And we're we have a uh, uh, some I guess a sizzle reel if you want to call it that. You know, which uh, shows a little bit about it. Maybe we'll show it on here one of these times for you guys. We're also doing another one called Anunnaki which is uh, mainly, it's kind of sci-fi, but it's based on the ancient Sumerian writings of the Anunnaki. We also have another one called Death Mask, which is kind of a horror-type thriller, demonic thriller. It's got a lot of cool stuff. It's pretty neat. And uh, we have another one, by the way, called Reefer's Creepers, so that one's pretty cool. And uh, I think you guys will like that. It's a comedy, comedy horror flick. Reefers, reefers, Reefer? creepers, reefers, creepers. Reefer. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that it sounds like a good hey, time. It's it's about it it's does, about yeah. three. <laughs> hey, check it out. It's about three stoners. Okay, mm-hmm. that go out. They're they're paranormal investigators. One's a bigger stoner <laughs> than the rest, and they end up having to do an investigation at a pot farm. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, you can almost imagine what happens there. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. So I mean, it, we we have a lot of different stuff that we work on. So yeah, we're we're not only uh, do the podcast and and the videos like this, but we're you know we do a lot of 
filmmaking and and uh, that kind of a deal and documentary type stuff. And right. We're going to try and get Rick and James to go on some of these investigations with us when we go out looking for some of these cryptid animals and we're filming. Uh, we'll take you guys on there as well. And uh, But, man, we love you guys. Thank you so much for being with us. And uh, I'm going to let uh, Rick start it off with uh, final thoughts. My final thought would probably just to be tell everybody, if you're going to start a team, and this is what we ran into, too, as far as probably me, Eddie, um, in the beginning and everything, uh, do a follow-up. Do a follow-up on your investigation with the people involved, with the people that you talk to, because there's nothing more interesting than being able to talk to people a week or two later and ask them what, what's going on now. And they might have a completely different story that you might want to go back and investigate on. So you guys keep the teams going and we'll keep on listening as to what you got going on. And thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. James, you're up. And when you do, when you do a follow-up, it's for a reason, you know, people call you and say, Hey man, there's something funky going on at my place. And, uh, we want to know what's going on. And it's very important that you don't give too much information on the first night because the first night you, you're drawing conclusions really fast because the adrenaline and everything else, you need a week or so to decompress and to really get to the evidence and get to the root of the evidence and to, to, um, debunk some of this stuff. Valerie, Valerie Wright, thank you so much for coming on and, and having the, uh, you know, the, the wanting to put the team together and get this thing, man, I think that's awesome. And just to, just to plug real quick, uh, their Facebook page is error five, seven, five. And, uh, they're, they're talking about one, to investigate after the holidays, do it, get your, get your game plan together, get some locations together. It's going to cost a little bit to do this kind of stuff. Some of these, some of these locations is bucks a night, but some of them are 150 bucks a night. I suggest you check out Hill house. It was, it was fairly reasonable uh, for 10 people. I think it was something like that. And it was great. Just look at all these places, go in and search it out. You know, you can do it, man. You can really do it. And but you but be sure and, you get and permission. You catch some evidence. You know, hey, I think, you know, it's it's very worth getting out there and doing it. And the more evidence we do and bring together as a, as a coalition and as a team and as, as a conglomerate of investigators, you know, the more stuff we can bring to light. And I think that's a very important thing that we can do. And um, that's what we're here for. So if any questions you have of us or, you know, just let us know. Hit us up. We ain't doing nothing else. <laughs> Trust me. That's, that's right. <laughs> awesome awesome couldn't have said better james hey and and everybody seriously man thank you so very much for for being a part of the show we always try and make the audience a part of our show wherever we go whatever we're doing whenever we're speaking whether it's live or what have you and uh always always uh try and make the show if possible if not you can always catch our podcast as well and uh it's saturday night at 8 p.m every saturday night at 8 p.m we have paranormal analytical and and we really appreciate you guys showing up and and talking and spending the the hour with us sometimes it's a little bit more sometimes maybe a little less but it's always at least an hour or thereabouts um but we have a lot of fun on here and and we want to thank everybody and thank the afterlife network for having us uh we appreciate it very much thank you so much yes Uh, thank you thank you and uh you know we love you guys we love all of you and and Remember, the paranormal world is for us to share, to work together, to try and get the best results that we possibly can. Uh, don't uh, keep 
your secrets to yourself you know always share you know we share anything that we learn because we want to try and further the experience of investigating the paranormal and that's what i hope everybody does uh there was a time when it was very secretive and each team was very closed off to other Mm. teams and that's not a way to be that's not a way to be especially in this field because Mm -hmm. there's no there's nothing that's absolute and we haven't found anything absolute so let's keep looking think outside the box remember during your investigations think outside the box what else can i do i know that everybody's doing this what can i do to enhance this maybe what can i do that uh works better always think outside the box try and put different things together and experiment never know you may get lucky and find the answer that we're all hunting for and then please share it so until next time next saturday 8 p.m central we appreciate everybody being here we love you guys from Paranormal Analytical, we want to wish you all a very good night and a very great Sunday. And uh, we'll be seeing you all again here real soon. Good night. Later, guys. Thank you.